Hey, I just wanted to remind you that our next challenge is beginning very, very soon. And in that challenge, if you're looking to monetize your podcast and you want to know exactly where to get started and how to build an offer that is going to be exactly what your audience needs, then you need to join the Podcast Profit Challenge. You can go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, and it's absolutely free. Sometimes all it takes to get you ready to move to the next level is exposing yourself to new ideas and exposing yourself to new ways of thinking and even putting yourself in situations where you are around people who are already doing what you want to do. So today I'm going to show you how you can move to the next level with your offers. So the real question is this. How can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler. Thank you so much for listening today. I really, really appreciate your time. And I really appreciate the fact that you're interested in monetizing your podcast. I am on a mission. My goal this year is to monetize 100 podcasts in 2022. So I have got a lot of work ahead of me, and it's going to be more fun than I've ever had in my entire life, I'm sure. So let me just get you thinking about the way that I feel like is most conducive to monetizing a podcast in a big way, in a way that actually has impact, not just on your life, but on the people that you want to serve. And What brought this about is I have, uh, I'm in the middle of a challenge week this week. And so uh, I was talking to um, some of our VIP members yesterday. And one of the things that they mentioned whenever I, we were talking about the homework and the challenge and and I was just kind of explaining how to do it and, and what the scenario would be that they would need to uh, come up with a solution. And whenever I shared it, Uh, Several of the people said, hmm, I had not thought about it this way before. I had not, you know, even explored this way of thinking before. And so it really challenges you whenever you're around and you hear things that other people are doing. You know, sometimes it is logical and sometimes it is like it is the most common sense thing that they are doing. But we just haven't been exposed to it before. And so it's not common sense to us. And we just haven't thought about it. So I want to talk to you today about and and just this question of you should know by now high ticket offers are my thing. Like that's what I'm trying to get as many podcasters to do is create high ticket offers. And, And there's a lot of reasons for that that all make completely perfect sense. But the first one is, I'm just going to give you the reasons and you can see whether you agree with me or disagree. But the first one is that it really takes about the same amount of time to put together a low ticket offer as it does to put together a high ticket offer. So if you're going to go through the trouble of creating an offer, creating a program, creating a funnel, uh, buying advertising, doing all those sorts of things, why not do it for a higher ticket offer versus a low ticket offer? 
The other part is a high ticket offer allows you to serve people at the highest level. And if you've ever felt frustrated because maybe you have clients that aren't taking full advantage of what your secret sauce is, what your magical powers or what your superpowers are. Like if that's being left on the table because your client is only hiring you for one aspect of what you do, but it's not the sweet spot where you want to be with them. That's what this causes, like not having a high ticket offer to only work with the people that you want to work with in a big way is where you end up being stuck in lower ticket offers. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things that you really, um, you don't want to serve everyone. You only want to serve your best and most ideal customers. And so creating a high ticket offer that will get them the results they want. I don't know about you, but I'm enough of a sales and risk averse person that I don't want to take money from people unless I can help them. And I want to provide value. And In my way of thinking, if you take a $25,000 offer that I offer you, you are going to be guaranteed pretty much to get the transformation that you want or achieve the goal that you're trying to achieve because I'm going to make sure your success is built into that offer. Why? Because I can afford to, because I've got the margin built into that offer so that I can bring whatever resources to the table I need to make something happen. And the other reason is that in my mind, the work that I do is so intensive and it's so hands-on and it's so one-on-one. I mean, when I get into somebody's podcast and I'm helping them monetize and I'm helping them do all of the things necessary to bring in high ticket offers, it's like they're sort of bringing me into their family. They're trusting me with their baby, their podcast. And I am trying to do right by them, right by their brand. And I'm wanting to essentially impact their life in such a way that it will completely change where they are financially and the amount of impact they're having on someone else. So when I do that, I can serve a very few people at a high level and be completely fulfilled in doing it. What I am not geared best for doing is serving the masses at a very low level. It it just is not in my nature because I'm a high value person and I value being able to be a resource and a value to people. And so like I don't want a thousand anonymous people buying a hundred dollar course for me. I would rather have four clients with a $25,000 offer that I can serve at the highest level rather than at the lowest common denominator. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? So begin to let your mind explore what would happen if you were forced to create a high ticket offer. This is, you know, one of the things we were talking about in the challenge. And here's the scenario. If I came to you today and I knew your niche and I knew the kind of results and the kind of transformations you were trying to get for people. And I came to you today and said, I have four people that I have already sold on the transformation. You're going to get them. They know you're going to make this happen for them. And I told them that you were going to charge them $25,000 to do it. And they all think that is a fabulous deal. They're ready to go. They're all in. 
So now you've got four customers paying you $25,000. They're all four wanting the same results. My question to you is, what would you do in exchange for that $25,000? What would your program for them look like? For some of you, depending on your niche, it might mean that you actually fly yourself or your team members out and actually do something on site for that client. Perform a task, record courses, go through their books. I mean, it just it just depends on what your niche is, but you might actually fly out and have that one-on-one interaction. For others of you, that $25,000 essentially means that you are going to make your client do as little work as possible to get the result that they want. The reason they can do such little effort to make this happen is because they paid a high ticket price because you are going to make it happen for them. And this is the beauty of a high ticket sort of done for you concierge type service where you get to serve people at the highest level. You get to do everything for them. I've done and even seen other people as well do $25,000 podcast launches where essentially we do everything for them. We script out the script for that. We, we research what shows they need to do in their niche to get the most keyword value and get the most keyword traction and organic SEO search every single time they release an episode. We script out what the script is going to be adding in what they know and their expertise that they're going to add. We sit with them while they record it. If they mess up when they record it or we think something isn't quite as effective whenever it's said one way versus another, we have them go back and fix it. We repeat it. We re-record it till we get something that we know is going to be the most effective copy and the most effective messaging as possible from whatever the topic is within their niche. We record it and then we do everything else after that. So essentially, all that person has to do is show up and speak. And we can even coordinate it and make it so that we're sort of interviewing them in a way that we're going to edit it And it's even though we're prompting them and we're asking them the questions to get the information out of them, it's going to appear like it was a solo podcast episode. And when I can do that for a business owner and suddenly that business owner, instead of paying, you know, $100,000 a year for Facebook ads or whatever they're paying, we can instead give them a content marketing tool that is going to be evergreen, it is going to be out there on the interwebs forever, and it's going to be specifically designed and engineered to drive traffic back to whatever it is they're trying to promote through their content marketing. It is well worth $25,000. And what you have to think about whenever you're thinking about your niche is like, Let's just go ahead and 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 blow the the cover off of what's going on in your niche. And what's going on in almost every niche is that there is 80% of the people that are playing very very small and that are focused on not transformation but they're focused on a transaction. 
and they're just worried about doing enough so that you keep working with them and they keep that paycheck alive. They keep that subscription alive. They keep that money flowing in from you, but they're not really getting you transformation. And they're not really working with you in the highest way possible and at the highest level they could perform. I've run into this many, many times with my clients. I've got some clients right now that they need to monetize. Oh my goodness, they need to monetize. And it's not even about they need to monetize because they need it from a financial standpoint. I mean, I've I've got clients that make millions of dollars a year in their jobs and in their businesses, and they're putting out podcast content every single week, but they haven't monetized it. And it makes me hurt for them because that could be a huge revenue stream. So it's not like they're destitute and they need to do this to put food on the table. But they're such high value clients that for them to spend any of their time on anything that doesn't generate an ROI for them is very difficult to justify. So I know it won't be long before they will pod fade because they have not monetized yet. And I try to help them and I try to say, and I try to say, get on my calendar. Let's talk about it. We got to figure this out. And I get pushback saying, yeah, I know I need to do that. Or I got to figure out what I want to do. Or I'm not really sure how I'm going to do that yet. And they're not doing it. And my appeal to you today is that if I had four clients for you that were each paying $25,000 to get whatever the transformation is you're offering to people, what would you do for them? Create that offer. Think about the possibilities. Write down every crazy thing you can think of. And then you can always go back through and pare down your list. But I can remember, you know, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that um, I'm in Russell Brunson's mastermind and he is one of my mentors. And it's funny because he has been a longtime direct marketer and email marketer, and he's the CEO of ClickFunnels, founder and creator and all that sort of thing. And he was talking about how essentially at one point in time, was his business was struggling so badly. He knew in order to make payroll and in order to do whatever it was they needed to do, he would have to set up a sales funnel and generate a certain amount of money. And so they would just basically start with the amount of money they needed to generate. And he would say, okay, guys, I need to have $15,000 by the end of the week. I've got, you know, 500 people on my email list, and I need to be able to sell this offer to enough to get me, you know, a certain amount of money by the end of the week to make payroll. So I need a $5,000 offer. What all could I offer somebody for $5,000? And he and his team would sit back and they would go, $5,000. Okay, so you're maybe you fly somebody in to have dinner with you. And maybe you fly out to their place and you do this. And so he's like, they just start brainstorming every crazy thing. And then after they get their whole list exhausted and they've got all the crazy things documented, they go back in and they look at each one of those things and they start crossing things off the list the things they have on the list might morph into something else. And what they're doing is they're wanting to get to a place where if they're offering you a $5,000 offer, you're going to get $10,000 or more in value. I like to keep it at a 3x kind of thing. So if I have a $25,000 offer, it's because you're going to get $75,000 worth of value. And that's kind of a, a normal metric. So if I came to you today and I had four clients for you, 
What kind of offer would you make for them if they're willing to pay $25,000 in order to get $75,000 worth of value from it? And what all would you be willing to do? How high would your high-level, high-value service go? How hands-on, how high-touch would you make your offer? Could you do a $25,000 offer? And, and you might be saying to me, yeah, but Christy, my niche doesn't have anyone. There's nobody in my niche that'll pay $25,000. You know, we say that about podcasters too, but it happens every single month. People are buying $25,000 launch packages. It happens. And the cool thing is you don't need everyone in your niche to become a customer at 25 k right? If you have literally $100,000 as your revenue goal per month, you only need four of these clients a month. Doesn't take much to build a pipeline that will bring you four clients a month. It really doesn't. And you might be saying, yeah, but Christy, what if I could only come up with, you know, one of them a month? Well, one of them a month would still give you $25,000. Are you making that right now from your podcast? I doubt it. So understand your, your, your point of doing a high ticket offer is not to appeal to the masses. Let me just say this. It will suck if you have to deliver your high ticket, high value offer to the masses because they're going to be difficult to work with. They're not going to understand the value of what you're doing. They're not going to understand the transformation and they're not going to be willing to go on that journey with you. So you're looking for a very special person. You're looking to qualify that person. And then furthermore, beyond what would you offer them for that $25,000, another way about th of thinking about it is what are three things, three steps, three parts that you could essentially teach or perform for that client to begin getting them results as quickly as possible. And that three steps or four steps or, or those little things that you could teach them become your frameworks. And what happens is you begin to get your frameworks and you begin to get your high ticket offer together. And then you know what you begin to do? You begin to vet and filter out the people that are not your target audience for your offer. You begin to say, if I'm going to take somebody on, and if I'm going to invest my time and effort and energy into giving them high value transformation in the result of whatever it is they're wanting, then I'm willing to take a high amount of money for that, then I'm also going to make sure that I only take on people I know I can have success with. And so what type of person would I be looking for? Like if I knew I could only get paid based on results, because honestly, that's the only time we should be paid, right? The money we make is a direct result of a value exchange. And the higher the value we bring, the higher the level of the value exchange. But along with that, it becomes incumbent upon us to vet who we're bringing into our offer, who we're bringing into our funnels. Because what happens is you need to understand that you've got to have a certain type of person in order for them to make it through your process and get the results you want. So if you only knew you could get paid when you got results for somebody, what characteristics would a client have to possess in order for you to be willing to work with them? I was on a call, it was with my mastermind group last Wednesday, and I was 
were talking to another person in the cohort and they were mentioning how they had gotten their first client for this new business thing that they were starting. And it's a very similar niche to mine, but he was mentioning that he, he already had to fire them. And he was a little bit disturbed by that. Uh, We were proud of him (laughs) for quickly as a newbie being able to identify who he didn't want to work with. And he began naming the red flags that he was seeing. And he began naming the behaviors that he was seeing that this client was going through, putting him through. He was, he's actually offering podcast production. And he said this client only wanted him to do a portion of it, not the full thing like he normally does. And he was willing to pay his price for it. That wasn't the issue. But he said every time, every single thing he got back from the client with just working on one episode, it was like that client took hours to go through and let him know about every little change and every little correction to the show notes and every little, you know, every little flaw in it. And he said, I knew once he started going through this, that he took all of that time to document any things that he thought should have been done differently, that he knew right away that it was a mismatch and that it was not going to work out for them to work together. And again, it goes back to disc personalities. Like that person clearly had a different disc personality than the my friend in the mastermind. And he clearly liked to have this maximum control over things and, and all these other things that my friend was not interested in. And so... This is where you want to be when you have a high ticket, high value offer. You can only work with a few people and you get to hand pick who you work with. You don't have to work with everyone that comes along and wants to work with you. In fact, you specifically put things in along the way that will repel the people that aren't meant to work with you anyway, that you're going to repel the people that aren't a good fit. And so what I want you to focus on is Doing the exercise of what would you offer if I had a client right now to give you that was willing to pay you $25,000, what would you do for them? Now, once you have that identified, all the things you could do, and you've got a crazy list that involves you swooping in in a helicopter and snatching them up and taking them off to some place where you can get whatever result you want with them. I'm just kidding. You don't have to involve helicopters, but... (laughs) So once you've gotten to the point where you've got your high ticket offer and you know who exactly it is you're looking for and you know exactly what you're teaching them, it's really just a matter of rinsing and repeat time and time again. And you might be thinking, well, Christy, my audience and my niche is too cheap for this high ticket thing. In every niche, there is going to be a premium. And your premium in your niche, the max you might ever be able to charge for anything is $5,000, right? But here's the thing. If you're not making $5,000 offers, you're not going to know. You're not going to know what the threshold is for your niche. And the more you do and the more you create things that will cause that client to have to do very little on their own in exchange for the amount of money they're giving you to get the result, then you only work with a few people who want that result and want it badly enough to make the investment. 
You don't fool around with the people who want it, but they're not willing to do whatever needs to be done. It's just a huge difference. It's just a huge mental difference in the person who is willing to invest $25,000 with you versus the person who will invest $47 with you for a course. And to be honest, the $47 will exhaust you long before the $25,000 customers will. Trust me. (laughs) I know I've been there. I've done it. And I don't want you to build your business around low ticket, low dollar, low value offers either. I want you to serve exactly the person that you want to serve, teaching them to get the results that they so desperately want in a way where they're paying you what you're worth and you are giving them that transformation and so much more. And that is a win-win for both of you. That is a win-win for your podcast. That is a win-win for the podcast industry. Because the more people we have that are functioning at a higher level and doing higher value things, the more they will be into the niche long term. They're not going to be trying podcasting and then pod fading. They're not going to be giving it the old you know, college try, and then 11 episodes later, they're done because they didn't know what to expect. And I'll just tell you this, and you might be looking at your niche and you say, oh, but people are already doing things, but there's already people in my niche that are like the A-game people or the high-ticket people or the Cadillac of my industry. You know, figure out what you can do beyond that. Figure out what you can do to get the transformation and charge even more. And then go after all that pipeline that they're getting somehow and give them a better experience. Give them a bigger transformation. Give them more. When you do that, you essentially make yourself a category king. You're untouchable because it doesn't matter what kind of blue ocean you're in. It doesn't matter what kind of red ocean you're in. Other people aren't thinking as big as you. Other people aren't thinking as boldly as you are, and they're going to be stuck with their $47 course offers. And I'm not saying you should never create a $47 course, but I'm just saying if you have to start out trying to monetize, do it in a big way. If you fail, your failure is not going to be any bigger than if your $47 course bombed. But if you succeed, your reward will be so much bigger than the success you would have with the $47 course. And then in the meantime, you've got the money and the margin built in that you can essentially throw whatever is necessary into your offer to make sure the client succeeds. So could you make a $25,000 offer? I bet you can. If you follow the steps I've laid out for you, you should be able to do it. And then my only question for you is now, once you have this offer, what is stopping you from putting it out there? What is stopping you from trying to get people into that funnel for that high value course, that high value program, that high value offering? The only thing that's stopping you is you. After all, you're the one that either created no offer and just created a podcast that's stuck in free content creation mode, or you have created an offer that is low ticket and you're not getting paid for the amount of 
effort and work you put into creating that $47 course. And the more of those you sell, the harder it becomes to manage and get results you want from those customers that are buying your course. And then you begin to ultimately resent them because you didn't charge enough for your course in the first place for you to have to do all this follow-up or for you to have to hold their hand or for you to have to meet with them or whatever. So think about it. I'm here to convince you that you can do a $25,000 offer. The right offer for the right niche at the right time is going to completely transform your business. And there are opportunities like that that I hope you'll take advantage of. And I hope you'll come back next week. And, and you know, we've got a, I've got a challenge going on right now, but I'm doing another one in April. And I'm essentially showing people how to monetize their podcast this way how to build that high ticket offer, how to think bigger and think outside the box and stop settling for mediocre products with a low to medium ticket price with only okay results or maybe just a few people that actually finish it and even communicate with you after that, right? Just go big or go home is what I say. And so I hope you'll go big with me. If you want to join the challenge, the next one's coming up soon. It's uh, teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, and you can simply go there and sign up for it. And whatever you sign up for, it will send you the dates and everything relevant to those challenge sessions, and we'll be starting those up very soon. So I hope you'll join me there because you know what? I'm on a mission. Got to monetize 100 podcasts in 2022. Will yours be one of them? All right. Hope you have an awesome day. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Oh, no, no, no. We're not advertising for Facebook anymore because we're pulling all of our communities off of Facebook. So if you want to come join the real community of people who are looking to monetize their podcast, podcastsuccesshub.com. Go to podcastsuccesshub.com and I'll see you there because I'm not going to be on Facebook. You guys have an awesome one. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you about the challenge. It's starting very soon. Please make sure you don't miss a challenge because this is the time when you can really learn how to craft a high value offer for your audience that they will honestly feel stupid saying no to. So join me for the podcast profit challenge. It's coming up very, very soon. You can find out all the details for it. It's free to join. You have no excuse not to join. And even if you say, well, Christy, I can't make it on the certain time of day, whenever the um, challenge is, we have recordings of them and you can listen to every single one of them, even if it's not where you can join us live. So teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. And I can't wait to see you there.